Today, we're going to talk to somebody who's been selling on Walmart for years and has sold millions of dollars, and he's going to answer all of your top questions about advertising, launch, and much more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. We know that getting to page one on keyword search results is one of the most important goals that an Amazon seller might have. So track your progress on the way to page one and even get historical keyword ranking information and even see sponsored ad rank placement with Keyword Tracker by Helium 10. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash keyword tracker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our monthly Walmart Wednesday show. Uh, Once a month, Carrie uh, interviews an expert in the space all about selling on Walmart.com. If you're not selling on Walmart yet, don't tune out. This is something that you, if you're selling on Amazon, you should be considering to do later. And if you haven't sold on Amazon yet, well, still, this is still, that uh, should be something that is going to be on your roadmap to do in the future. Um, You know, just personal anecdote here. There's... Uh, on the Project 5K account that I do, um, I I totally wasn't even paying attention, and one of the products I had went out of stock, uh, you know, on online, on Walmart Seller Center, and I just by putting it back in stock, I don't know what happened. I didn't even do anything. I'm actually now selling more of that product on Walmart than I am even on Amazon. So you never know what kind of opportunity there is on Walmart, and that's why we have this uh, monthly show because it's really a, a marketplace. Uh, that should be on your roadmap. Now, Michael is no stranger to this show. He's been on the podcast a few times before, but you know he's been selling since he was an early teen, and now he's just crushing it uh, on Walmart.com, and he also even sells uh, in Walmart stores. So he's a great person to listen to. So here is the episode with Carrie and Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Winning with Walmart Wednesday. Um, We have a really special guest today, uh, Michael Labar. But before we actually get um, to, you know, to Michael, I wanted to show you some tools. Some of you might not know that we actually have tools for Walmart from Helium 10. So I wanted to just kind of go through those a little bit for you so that you, um, so you're aware of what we have. So I just chose my three top tools. We actually have five tools. We've got Cerebro for Walmart, we've got Magnet, we've got Keyword Tracker, X-Ray, which is the Chrome extension, and our Profits tools. But I'm going to just highlight three today. Um, So the first one is Cerebro for Walmart. And Cerebro for Walmart is one of my favorite tools because it's a a great way for you to spy on your competition. You can go ahead and you can do a reverse product ID, search on your competition, and you can see what keywords they're targeting. My favorite thing to do is sort by sponsored rank so I can see what they're, uh, you know, if they're doing any advertising, some of them might not be doing any ads at all, um, but just see where those placements are. And then also just what, what keywords they're using to get more ideas for keywords. So that's Cerebro. It's, it's one of my favorite tools. Um, the next one is Magnet, and this is where you can just search for keywords. So you can put in a, a search term and then it'll come up with a bunch of different um, keywords that are very similar to what you typed in along with the, the search volume. So love, love Magnet. And then last but not least, Keyword Tracker. And I've been using this a lot lately, just getting my products ranked on Walmart. And it's our Keyword Tracker. And Keyword Tracker is great because it shows your rank over time. It'll show you the search volume so you can you know, prioritize what's most important in terms of keywords. And it'll show you your rank um, on 
on your organic and sponsored. One of my favorite things to do though is to push this boost button. Uh, you'll get about 25 total of those per uh, per month that are at a time. So you want to just push that boost button if you want it checked every hour on the hour. And I like to do that, especially when I'm doing some ranking techniques. So you can just click on that boost button and it'll check it for you every hour so you can see up-to-date information of where you're ranked on that keyword. So, all right. So that those are some of our tools. And what I would like to do now is I'd like to introduce Michael Labar, who is from Cellcord. He's been selling for a while and he is a Walmart expert. He's done, you know, lots of, he's been really successful on Walmart. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. So hi, Michael. Thanks again for joining. And um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to just share your story a little bit, because I think, I don't know if a lot of people know that you started when you were 14 and just, you know, wanted to just tell everyone how you got started and then, you know, how you got started on Walmart and, and what Walmart's, what, how you've done on Walmart basically. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll give the quick story um, of how I started. So early in high school, you know, I knew I wanted to, you know, I was always trying to keep myself busy doing different odds and ends things to, you know, make some money and keep myself busy. And my school was pretty busy. Like it kept me pretty busy, but still I always liked making money. So I always did different <laughs> sorts of small businesses and chores and, um, you know, pretty early on, there was you know, brothers in my community who were selling a lot online. And I'm like, I just need to learn what they're doing. And I need to get part of this. So, um, you know, I just started researching, asking a bunch of questions. And I started off by just sell reselling products on eBay and getting my feet wet as I started doing product research. And then, you know, I was just consuming whatever content I could trying to understand, you know, how this all works. And um, I got into my first product was in workout gloves. And, you know, from there, you know, we started selling them on eBay and then we we start then we moved it over to Amazon and you know, shortly after right after we launched that on Amazon, really Amazon became my fo my full focus for years um, throughout high school and then you know even after I graduated high school, just really focusing on um, building out of and what was really interesting is the first real product that we launched was in the fitness space. And I was working with my brother and me and my brother are very enthusiastic about were very enthusiastic about fitness. So um, it was really interesting to be able to build around brand around that. And so, you know, we grew that a lot. And then um, we we were really interested in diversifying our revenue and build, expanding our brand more so. So we started expanding to other marketplaces and we listed on a lot of different marketplaces and online retailers. I would say online retailers, people are such as like Target, QVC, um, you know, Walmart being um, an online marketplace and th things like that. And we started just listing on a lot of these different marketplaces. And what we noticed is that we started coming into troubles with Amazon. We were in a very competitive space, got in a lot of people attacking our listings and attacking our account. And um, something interesting was Walmart sales were just picking up with very little focus behind it. So I decided um, that's really interesting. I'm going to dive into Walmart. And what if we put the same amount of focus and energy to really figure out Walmart rather than just listing our product? So that's what we really did. I think that's probably been like four or five years ago. We really dove into it and I started really figuring out, you know, what Walmart wants, how to structure Walmart properly. And we were able to grow our brand a lot on Walmart. We were able to launch multiple other products on Walmart. And um, we've just been, you know, working. And then we, it just became so much of our main focus that we just really dedicated to become Walmart experts. So, you know, that transitioned and, um, you know, we're still, we, we grew our brands on, on Walmart a lot and, you know, now expanding into Walmart retail. Um, and around, you know, two years ago was when we decided to launch our agency, 
which is focused on helping brands launch on the Walmart platform, you know, really manage their Walmart experience. So that's like the synopsis of, I guess, yeah. my story. Very nice. Okay. So my first question for you, Michael, is why, why do you think that Amazon sellers should be selling on walmart.com as well? I have a lot of people who are kind of dragging their feet that I talk to all the time and they're like, I don't know if it's worth it. Why should they be selling? So um, I think there's a few different instances and depending on your brand and your business position, I think different reasons might apply to you. Um, And, you know, there's obviously some instances where it probably doesn't make sense for some brands, but for the brands that it makes sense, I think number one, to diversify your revenue. Um, You know, I think it's a really good channel to diversify your revenue. I think you you could add, especially in a lot of categories, there's a lot of opportunity. The marketplace is growing. You could add in revenue with um, pretty minimal investment. And I think it's one really the only platform, marketplace platform that really has enough revenue brought to it now where it could it could justify the amount of work needed to be put in. And you and so that's number one. Number two is really, which I think is very exciting, is being able to build your real estate on a platform which is growing um, really fast and be able to have that at low cost and be able to really get that. And I always say, like, if only I would have launched more products on Amazon back in 2015. So it's sort of like that with Walmart. It's like right now it's pretty minimal effort and cost to really launch your products, rank them high on Walmart, and you could just reap the rewards as the platform grows. So I think that's another reason why um, it's really important to move your brand over to Walmart. I think number three, which um, personally what I'm very excited about with Walmart is the opportunity to be able to get your product into mass retail, big box retail through Walmart. And something we could talk more about, um, people don't talk about it that much, but there's a really big opportunity of being able to get your product into Walmart retail and brick and mortar through, um, you know, through selling on .com. And what's really interesting is most big box brick and mortar, they won't even look at you um, unless you have a lot of data behind your brand. It's called IRI data showing that your brand's actually been selling at other retailers. And a lot of times, you know, they might be interested if you show them your your online revenue, but at the end of the day, what they look at is your retail revenue. Um, but being able to get into the biggest retailer um, without that is so important and, and it's really interesting. And I think, um, because of what Walmart's been making available through the platform, it's really possible. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the Walmart actually merged their buying teams. It used to be a different buying team that was in charge of the dot-com and in charge of the in-stores, but now it's the same buyer. So the buyer's in charge of fitness, is in charge of fitness products that are on shelf and fitness products on dot-com. Um, and Walmart's also launched initiatives such as Open Call and different programs like that to be able to actually get smaller brands and newer brands, emerging brands, the opportunity to get into Walmart retail. So I think that's another big um, opportunity that might interest some people. So for some brands, you know, you um, you might not be interested, you're not looking to try to diversify your revenue with another dot-com platform or, um, you know, that extra amount of Walmart revenue doesn't excite you. Um, but you might be interested in potentially getting your products into mass retail and it might make sense for you for that. For some brands, you might not be interested in mass retail, but you you could be interested in diversifying your revenue. So I think there's different reasons um, why Walmart could be the right fit for you. But I think overall, there's just so many reasons why um, it makes so much sense for Amazon sellers specifically to adapt. And one of the biggest things is as an Amazon seller, you have a big advantage for almost anybody else coming on the platform, because although Walmart has a lot of its differences in a lot of ways, it's the same. And the way 
the approach for how you Amazon sellers really approach and dominating search results and dominating conversion rate metrics there. That's the same approach. If you have that on Walmart, you'll succeed and you'll succeed over these big, big national brands. And that's who the big national brands are scared of. So to say it's the, the Amazon brands, the Amazon sellers, the tactical sellers who are dominating search results. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you want to share a little, I know you've been invited into the retail stores. Do you want to give a little insight on how that's gone or like, uh, yeah, so we could yeah. talk about that. So I think um, what's important to understand is, um, and we could talk about one of my, um, really two of my brands that this happened to, um, you know, we launched our products on .com, uh, you know, and what people don't realize is like the revenue I'm doing on .com is, let's say, so small comparison to, you know, what products do at retail, like why would they attribute, you know, your .com sales um, for if you're going to do well at retail. And for them, it's really important. And what we have to understand is like for Walmart, it's really important that their .com grows. So they're looking for brands who 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 really invest in making their .com listings good. But also it shows a proof of concept that the Walmart customers are resonating with your products, even if, you know, the sales your products will do on .com is, you know, a percentage point of what it would do on, on shelves. So you know, we really built our listings properly on .com. We really invested in Walmart advertising. We, we and we really dominated this um, the space. Um, and really, that what allowed is that the buyer kept seeing our listings and um, kept. And we were doing much more sales on other channels, but for Walmart.com, it was a lot. And the buyers, you know, noticed our brand. Um, and you know, we really built somewhat of a presence there. And you know, good listing quality scores, good listing, um, optimized listings. I'm bringing in sales, and then Walmart has this program called, so the buyers are already aware of us and Walmart has this program called open call. And what open call allows is, um, you know, you could, you could actually, um, apply to have your brand accepted into open call. And the point of open call is it's a program where, the, um, uh, Walmart made a commitment to purchase a certain amount of products made in the USA. So they kind of tied in that commitment with wanting to work more with smaller businesses and smaller brands. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be made in the USA, it could be made or assembled in the USA. And actually one of our brands, the products that we had weren't made or assembled in the U S but we, we developed a new product that we pitched them that would be made or assembled in the U S. So, um, even if your products aren't, there's still that, um, opportunity and we pitched to be a, to be accepted to open call. Um, we got accepted for two of our brands, a brand in the fitness space and a brand in the supplement space. And we really prepared for that open call meeting. And, you know, there's over a thousand brands that are on open call and Walmart's actually planning on growing open call much more. So I think we're going to see open call growing, but what it is, is you get invited to two days, you go to Benville, Arkansas. One day is, you know, speeches, you hear the CEO of Walmart, you hear some other people speak. Um, and then the next day is pitch meetings and you have 20 minutes or actually I think it was 30 minutes with the buyer to really pitch your brand. So that was really interesting. And, you know, we're going to be on shelves, um, nationally, um, with four of our products from our supplement line, um, start on June 3rd, you'll see our products on shelves. So cool. it was really interesting experience. Yeah. And, you know, I think the buyers really, you know, they want to work with new brands, but there's challenges of working with new brands. Are they going to know, you know, what's needed to really succeed at Walmart in regards to logistics in regards to marketing? Are they really addressing.com properly? And if you're able to answer those questions, you put yourself in a good position and just coming there with the .com performance um, is one of the biggest things you could do. All right. We do have some questions here. So Jonathan asked, Michael, what are the first things you're looking at whether or not to sell on the marketplace, such as Walmart? So is there any data that you're utilizing or what, what do you think like would be the most successful types of products is probably another good 
Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, when you're thinking about the type of products that do well in Walmart, you're thinking about products that general household items, things that people are really looking for very specific needs to solve. They're not looking for necessarily exploring cool gadgets or things of that nature. Things that do best in Walmart is necessary household gadgets. And what you're thinking is like they're going to Walmart specifically to buy an extension cord. Um, you're right. Maybe they lean towards buying one from a certain brand. But if you show up on top of that brand, even if they never heard of your brand and your listing structured well, you could gain that sale. And there's a lot of volume done around those sales. There's a lot of volume done around the products that were co- are commonly purchased in store. Um, and now because Walmart has pickup and delivery, so a lot of times people are searching for those items and then they'll find your items. So um, think of general household item, thinks of not niche not niche item. Think, think about the products with the largest amount of um, market space. Think about products that are very competitively priced. So I think there's that. Um, consumables do really well on Walmart. Um, so whether you're selling food, you know, grocery items, those do really well. Um, you know, toys um, are a great category on Walmart. Um, apparel are a great category, but it comes with a lot of its challenges. So apparel as a as a brand wouldn't usually won't make as much sense um, because the amount of variations you have to deal with and the amount, um, you know, the price, you're going to really have to get your price, drive your price all the way to the bottom, but household items are really good. So that's mm-hmm. a long short of that. I've been noticing a lot of um, like, cause I follow a lot of fashion influencers on Instagram and a lot of them are starting to show really great items on Walmart that are also sold on Amazon, but you know, they're, they're still a good price. They're probably like $30, maybe some are up to 40, depending on what it is. And there's, there's, they seem to be, they're actually really cute and people are starting to notice Walmart for fashion. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, as yeah, well. Walmart's actually been investing a lot more in their influencer initiative. So you're going to see people a lot, they're going to be hiring a lot more influencers. They're working on restructuring their affiliate program a lot. It's going to be a lot more people and influencers specifically just um, driving people to walmart.com. Yeah. All right. So I have another question here, Michael, the thing I've noticed that Walmart is more suitable for wholesale rather than private label. What's your take on that? Um, so Walmart's really moving much more to, to really support the private label brands. Um, um, and then what I would say about that is that there's more, much more recent, it used to be much harder for private label brands to see on the platform. There, there, there's Walmart's making a lot more programs available to help these private label brands succeed. So whether it's some of their review programs they've been launching, whether it's WFS, whether it's, you know, their brand portal, all these different things um, help to really private label succeed as, and it's going to be harder for wholesalers. Um, So I'm personally of the opinion that it's much, it's much better for a private label because you're investing in building up your own listing um, when it's, very cost affordable to do that, you know? So that's why I think Walmart's so interesting for new products on Amazon. There's so much of an investment needed to launch new products and compete there. Um, so I, that's what I would think for that. All right. Let me see. I think we have some more questions in here. Um, Gina. Hello, Gina. Uh, she says approximately how many units was an initial Walmart in-store PO? Are, are they net 30? Do they require, I don't know what co-op money co-op. to, return uh and cs and marketing dollars so um something that's really interesting about walmart um, there's a lot of different questions in that question and it's i could go on about it for three hours but um something that's really interesting about walmart is they don't have a lot of the fees that are associated with selling at um, a lot of other retailers so 
Um, one of the biggest concerns brands have with retail is slotting fees. So usually when you get accepted to a new retailer and a lot of retailers, there's something called slotting fees where the first, you know, whether it's one to three to four amount of units that they take per store, um, you get charged for those. So that could add up to a lot. We launch our products in CVS. There's a slotting fee associated with that. We have to pay three unit three. We have to pay for three units for each store per SKU. So we have um, seven that got accepted. Um, to CVS at a thousand stores, you have to pay for every one of the, um, for, for three units per store per SKU. So that could be a lot. Walmart doesn't have those fees. Um, Walmart in general is really good to work with. They work with you as partners, drugs, drug chains really squeeze you. Um, Walmart really wants you to succeed. So they work with you as partners. That being said, there is a lot of fees associated if you don't deliver on time. There is things to make sure that the one thing you want to make sure of is um, OTF, which is making sure your orders are fulfilled in full. As long as you could um, could accomplish that, you should be fine and you shouldn't be getting a lot of fees or any fees at all. You could work with a consolidator, which actually takes care of shipping into Walmart. So that way you never have to worry about your, you know, your shipments coming late, um, getting any of these fees. So um, yeah, Walmart is net 90 from PO day, if I'm not mistaken, but you're able to you know, ha- you're always able to get earlier, like net 30 and, and give some sort of discount. Um, so yeah, um, and there isn't um, marketing dollars required behind it. So in general, Walmart's really good to work with for that. You just have to be a good partner. So that's right. a much longer conversation. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to me about it, I could have a long conversation with them about that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, questions about the uh, in-store stuff. So I'm going to just go on to the next kind of in-store question. It's kind of long. Um, but having a presence in physical stores, advertising in Walmart is really tough. We are selling a consumable item and we noticed that items in the prime position in our category were known brands and also selling in Walmart stores. They offer or have badges like EBT eligible and Walmart pickup in their listing. What is your recommended strategy for this type of category? Doing manual exact campaigns, targeting long, tall keywords, utilizing bid modifiers seems to be not working. So that's a great question. Um, you know, one of one of the big challenges, especially in categories where a lot of the products are pickup and delivery, also because their shipping, their prices will show a lot less because there's no shipping cost. Um, so it's sometimes really hard to compete with those. Um, I think things to note to notice about that is you're going to really want to do whatever you can to try to get the click. So um, a lot of times adding on coupon tags onto your listings, um, high reviews will a lot of times help you get the click over that listing. Um, but yeah, with advertising, you're going to want to be strategic with your advertising for, um, those, um, sort of campaigns when you're running across those challenges, what you'll notice a lot of times is that a lot of the brand, the big national brands that are running their ads, they're much less targeted. So like you're saying, there is open holes where you could really find really good return, um, on with specific keywords or, um, very specific, sometimes placements that they're not advertising on you succeed on. So a lot of times the buy box placements will work really well. Um, but that's a longer discussion as well. Um, I think, you know, with advertising right now with Walmart, there's a lot more you could do because now they launched variant advertising. So you could really, a lot of time you could run ads to multiple variants. Um, and you're going to want to just be as targeted as you can with your ads. So you could just spend more. So, um, you know, be very specific about, um, you know, what, what, what you're targeting, what, posi- what placements you're targeting and, you know, the ones that you know are converting, you could just spend more than them on because a lot of times though, um, the big brands, they're, it's being managed very loosely. So 
you'll be able to really outperform them in a lot of different areas. If you know for this placement and these keywords, you perform really well, you can make sure you win the bids on those. And that's usually what we try to do. We try to find the white spaces with, with some of the advertising opportunities and really focus on those. For Project X and Project 5K, I keep getting emails lately inviting me to, to do Walmart Canada. Is that even worth it to consider? That's a great question. We get that question from our clients all the time. Uh, I would suggest no. Um, the volume there is so minimal. And with Canada, you have to deal with there's some regulatory stuff and things like that. If you are already selling in Amazon Canada, you have logistics set up with um, Canada in general. It, and you're in a really you have, you have a really large catalog. Let's say it's thousands of SKUs. You potentially could make some money there, but I would ignore those for now. Um, it, it's really it, it's like it's sort of like for most people, Walmart.com didn't make sense five or six years ago. It would be so minimal the amount of revenue you can make there. So um, for Walmart Canada, I would ignore that for now. All right, let's go to the next one. We've got a lot of good questions coming up here. How does Buybox work on Walmart? However, uh, what is your recommendation? Uh, I don't know if what, maybe just talk about Buybox, I guess. Um, yeah, WFS no, or Seller Fulfilled. Okay. Yeah, so um, I guess the easier part of the question is WFS or Seller Fulfilled. Um, no brainer, WFS, Walmart Fulfillment Services, which is the equivalent of Amazon Prime. Uh, six months ago, if you heard any, me talking about it, I would say it's a nice plus. You should definitely do it, get, on, get, in, on, get in on it early on. Now it's basically a necessity um, with our clients who have troubles logistics-wise or they're not ready to do WFS yet. It's always very challenging. Um, it's challenging to get your products ranked. It's challenging to perform well with ads. Um, so it's just I, I, would, I would strongly, strongly suggest WFS. And before you invest a lot of efforts into Walmart, and into advertising, make sure your WFS is set up. Um, for buy box on Walmart, um, there's a few important things to just note about buy box. Number one, make sure your pricing is on Walmart is the same as Amazon. If your pricing is lower um, on Walmart than it is on Amazon, you could lose your Amazon buy box, which you don't want to happen, um, and vice versa. So um, that's number one. Number two about buy box is who who will get the buy box if there's a few people on it wfs um has an impact um who's going to own the buy box um but it ultimately the, the biggest weight is box um is your pricing there is certain weight put on the quality of the seller and some other details but in general um obviously price is going to be the biggest indicator all right um next Will WFS ever end the disincentive to buyers that shop for items less than $35? If you're not Walmart Plus, Walmart charges the buyer for shipping, which differs from white FBA for what FBA has. I think that's FBA. Yeah, that's a great question. Also, um, there ha I haven't been told anything that they're going to change that. Um, I I'm assuming that there is something in the works for that because a lot of people have been complaining about that. So I'm assuming there will be some changes to that. Um, Walmart's been making changes pretty quickly. Um, but that's a great question. I'll actually talk to our Walmart reps to try to get an update on if there's anything going on there. Um, but yeah, that's a great question because for that, that is, does become challenging for a lot of products. All right. All right. So we established our product initially on Amazon. We have noticed that some retailers uh, were selling our product on Walmart. We tried filing a ticket, but Walmart advises that we have to coordinate with them. We cannot beat their listing and it seems that it's not sponsored. Do you know how Walmart prioritizes the listing? Um, retailers versus brand owners. This happens a lot where people basically get on to Walmart and their brand is already all over Walmart. Um, so do you have any 
Yeah, so that's a great question. There's something, there's like the content ownership scale within Walmart internally. And basically the way it works is there's an owner of the content and the owner of the listings. The levels of it is at the highest is Walmart themselves. So if Walmart makes the changes to the listing, if Walmart that then them they're the Walmart, they're the owners. Second to that and the highest, um the highest second to that is the brand owner. So as a brand owner, you have the highest one. Now, even though you're the brand owner, a lot of times there's going to be other people on your listings and they have content ownership rights. Um, even though it's supposed to be that you have it, that's an issue and it's one of the biggest issues we come across with Walmart. Something that you have to do for that is number one, make sure you're signed up for Brand Portal. Make sure you're using GS1 barcodes. If you're not using GS1, it's going to be very difficult to win that case. Then what we usually do with our clients is we have a process where we open up cases with Walmart to actually become the content owners of that listing. Once we become the content owners of that listing, we take over that listing. Um, so it's really important for that. Um, there's other details to that. You can reach out to me more about it. But um, content ownership is a really big um, thing with Walmart, you just have to stay on top of it. Sometimes it takes two days. Sometimes it takes a few weeks till you gain your content ownership. But um, it's just part of the process. A lot of people get stuck at this stage and then they give up on it or they don't focus on those listings. But as long as you put the effort into it, you could um, get your ownership back on those listings. Um, I think that's all of the questions. So do you have any last you know, words of advice or anything you want to end with? Yeah, so um, I guess you know, a few things is that, you know, Walmart, we see it every single week, there's things changes, it's growing, we understand for a lot of brands, you don't have the time to really set your brand up properly. Um, but every single week or month that goes by that you're not really, and I don't mean just live on the platform that your listings aren't optimized getting ranked on the platform, you're losing out and it gets harder and more expensive. So, you know, our agency is really structured so that it becomes very affordable for brands to launch on the platform, but also to have their their brand manage at the highest level, meaning having experts that are experts in attributes and advert in Walmart, specific advertising conversions for Walmart and account management for Walmart. There's so many different touch points. Um, and, you know, having, you know, doing that in house takes a lot of time, effort, um, but also the costs a lot of times won't make sense for the amount of revenue you bring in the beginning. So our agency is structured different where it makes, it helps it make sense for a lot of brands who um, initially it might not have made sense for them to do it or to have it managed um, and to pay an agency to have it managed. So that's how we're structured. And um, we've been able to grow a lot of brands um, and it's been really fun. So yeah, if you're interested, just reach out to us, um, sellcore.co. Um, and yeah, um, we're one of the Walmart's agency approved partners. We work directly with Walmart. Um, so, you know, if you have issues getting your account approved or getting your account launched or listing your products, just reach out to us and we'll be sure to help out. Yeah, that's a big one. I get people asking all the time, like, you know, I didn't get accepted. What should I do? And I definitely recommend just reaching out to Cellcord because you'll have better insights on, you know, how to help them with that. So it's a great sure. way to end it. And maybe we can, we'll try to add your, um, your, website at the bottom. So sellcord.co for people who want to contact them. And thanks again so much for joining us. I think there was a lot of really good, you know, people ask a lot about, you know, getting in stores and in some of the other questions I think were really helpful for a lot of people. So I appreciate you joining us. Uh, awesome. Hopefully you'll be able to come again and answer questions. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And we'll see you again next time. Awesome. Thank you. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode. Whether you guys are selling on Walmart or not, don't forget to sign up for our Facebook group. So we have a Walmart Facebook group that you can ask Carrie questions and other people, other sellers in there. It's called Winning with Walmart. So make sure to sign up for that on Facebook. 
And if you want a, cl- a complete course on how to sell in Walmart, Michael and Carrie did that within Freedom Ticket. So if those of you Helium 10 members who have access to Freedom Ticket, that's that's pretty much all paid plans have access to that. Go into your Freedom Ticket and then you'll see the last week is all about selling on Walmart. So check that out. Don't forget to use the Helium 10 tools for Walmart, such as Magnets, Cerebro, uh, Profits, and more. And I wish you guys the best of success on your Walmart selling journey. We'll see you in the next episode.